The coffee is brewed, phone lines are open, and the morning team is ready to roll. From the Robinson Auto Group Studios, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Who's coming through the door? I think we've met somewhere before. Hello, love. Oh, hello there. Hello, love. Howdy, welcome. Where in the world have you been so long? I missed you so since you've been gone. Hello, love. But you are here now, so come on in and satisfy. Make yourself feel right at home. I hope you plan on staying long. Come in love. Come on, love. Come in love. I, um, I'm beginning to think I might have... My wife, before I left this morning, Bob said, uh, do you want a hat, maybe a toboggan? I got a toboggan for Christmas. You want a toboggan, something? And of course, I, being the macho man I am, said, no, I don't need anything like that. You know, the temperature is dropping. We we're, Earlier I said we're roaming around 20. Nah, we're down below 20 everywhere, unless you can tell me what you have here. But we have 19 at the Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 18 at the Highlands, 16 in my backyard in Elm Grove. And what do you have there? Yeah, we're still at 19, but uh, you're exactly right, Howard. It is cold out there. It is, baby. It is cold outside. Can I almost make a song out that, don't you think? <laughs> be careful with the song. Yeah, get yourself in trouble with that. So it is cold. Now, Adam says it's going to be a sunny day. Daytime high could be pushing 38. Not not above the 30s, not into 40, but uh, into the upper 30s later on today. And then this weekend, there's going to be... Uh, well, there's going to be some snow... Might be a lot of snow. Might be just a little bit of snow. (laughs) I'm not making fun of the weather, guys. I get it. They're looking at all these different models. As you said, Bob, it depends on where the temperature goes this weekend. We're going to see wet stuff coming out of the sky. Will it be rain? Will it be snow? If it's too cold, it'll be snow or freezing rain. So, uh, at any rate, get, uh, get ready for a cold day. A cold morning this morning and a, a somewhat snowy, at least, weekend uh, this weekend. It is uh, 8, 10, 10 after the hour. Phone lines are open, 304-214-1600, the Frio Stack Auction Service text line, or 304-232-8255 is the Frio Stack Auction Service telephone line. Uh, I think this has to do with uh, someone saying to me about um, stop kissing up to uh, Bob Heron. Bob, would you please explain to Howard that that was just a joke? Just a joke, Howard. Oh, thank you, Bob. I, I'm glad you explained <laughs> that. <to me. laughs> I'm glad you explained that to me. All right. I'm just busting his chops. All right. Just your chops, Howard. That's, that's all right. That's fine. Okay. All right. Well, let me bust your chops here oh, a little bit. Oh, go for it. Three years ago tomorrow, oh. do you remember where you were? Do you remember when you heard the news that, man, this is serious at the Capitol? Did you get in front of a TV? Because I didn't have that option because I'll tell you where I was. But how about you? When did, when did it dawn on you? Three years ago tomorrow. T- January 6th. Yes. It took me a while to get my head wrapped around it. I was actually at home, and I wasn't watching TV. And I actually had a call from the radio station. Big Rick. Remember Big Rick? I, I didn't never met him, but yes, I knew he Big was. Rick was on the air. And they called me and they said, this thing going on, do you think we should carry this live? You know, tell, what, what should we do with this thing? There's something happened at the Capitol. And I, like the good newsman that I am, said, duh, uh, I better go check and see. And then I, you know, that point it was, wow, what the hell, what, what happened here? In our 20 plus years of being together in the radio business, Howard, uh, this is the second time we've had a discussion. The first time was on uh, September 11th, 2000, yep. when uh, you were live on the air, TV in the studio, and that's when it dawned on you that, man, th- this is really serious. Same kind of thing. But it, was, I, it was the same. I'm sorry, Minder. Yeah, but, go ahead. But it was the same thing as I said with the, with the January sixth. In the beginning, the first half hour of coverage of the uh, of September 11th, it was like I don't know. I remember I thought in September 11th, I thought air traffic control had gone down. Oh my god! Air until the control. second plane hit. Yeah, until the second plane hit. Yeah, I mean, 
So it, it took me a while in both cases to get a handle on what was happening. I spent three years ago uh, tomorrow, I spent the entire day in a hole. I was working for Lou W. Now at the time, and we had a big project. The hole was deeper than me, Howard. I mean, I would, when I say I was down in a hole, I spent the day in a hole. And I had no idea that this happened until I got home. And then it was like, what? I couldn't believe it. I, I, I could not believe it. And then I couldn't believe that the security were, was able to hold it tight and not just open up on as everybody. Long as they did. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Now the one person was shot and killed, and again, I I, I I value human life as much as anybody, but she deserved to be shot. That's right. She was absolutely yeah. uh, deserved to be shot, and uh, only one person was killed. So to me, that is the, the really the wild thing about it. Only one person was killed. No, I think a security guard had a heart attack and and, and passed well, away. Well, there also. were several people who died, but not directly as a result of yeah. But what I did not know until this morning it's the largest investigation in the united states history hmm. of what happened still investigating trying to determine exactly what happened that day howard what is hard for me to believe is there are still people who want to deny that this was some kind of a i don't care if you want to call it an insurrection but this was a horribly violent attack on i would say on a democracy but let's just call it an attack on the capitol I can't believe there are still to this day, and I'm reading some of it last night, people are still going, well, it was not that big a deal. I mean, it was it was one of the worst things ever to happen in this country. And, and Howard, you know my habits when we would go to D.C. together. I walked by there a couple times a day, walked right by it, yeah. and, and I still couldn't believe that, that people would be that disrespectful to do that. And then just didn't care. Just didn't care about anybody. Just was was just went crazy. I I think just went nuts. You see people in the, um, uh, you you see people you know walking into Pelosi's office with their feet on their desk. I mean, there's a whole lot more worse stuff that happened. But the disrespectful things are the things that really caught my attention. Just the complete and total disrespect for. This the seat of government. And Americans guarding that capital was spit on, threatened, well, assaulted. Assaulted. I mean, there is a scene that has been played many times of a, of a guard trying his best to keep the door shut to keep them out. And they got it, they being the rioters, they got his head caught in the door and they're cramming the door, I mean, on his head. And he's screaming in horrible pain. Americans on Americans. I mean, it's just, it was a, it was a horrible day. To me, Howard, it's the, the biggest, blackest eye in, in, in my lifetime in, in our country. And uh, to you, and exactly what you said, and there's still people in denial. And it's, I, I just, it's really, really scary. You know, I, I mean, I, if you want to tell me that you think it was a necessary evil, I think you're crazy. But okay, tell me, yes, you know, it was necessary to try to save America. That's it. But don't tell me that this was not, again, I don't, if insurrection bothers you, it was a riot. It was an attack, a physical, violent attack on the U.S. Capitol. Our members of Congress had to run, literally run. We saw them running, hiding, uh, trying to find their safe rooms. Uh, places were destroyed, windows were knocked out. Um, and they laughed, and they laughed all the way. They laughed all the way. I'll give you another example, Howard. One of the the habits that I'm in TV watching is on YouTube. I mentioned I watch these piranha feedings, mm -hmm. and to me, that's the same thing. <laughs> okay. These piranhas are skittish fish. They are afraid of their shadow until the pack attacks, it's a pack. and yes. they attack as a pack, and they get brave as it goes on. That's exactly what I what I saw. It's a great. That's that's, that's really a good analogy. Look, I I believe that a lot of people got caught up in the days, uh, got caught up in the fervor of the day. Now, I, I absolutely, positively, unequivocally believe there was organization to this. You know, we know that people went in military style. We know that people went in with uh, um, uh, equipment and so on. They, they went in with a specific intent of doing harm uh, and maybe serious harm. And we know they put a gallows up and said, hang Mike Pence and all that sort of stuff. I firmly believe there was organization behind this. But I also accept the reality that that some people just got caught up in the in the fervor of it, you know. 
Uh, hey, everybody's going, hey, hey, let's go. You know, next thing you know, you're in there. And I suspect an awful lot of people got halfway into the Capitol and turned around and looked and said, crap, what the heck am I doing here? I like to believe, Howard, it would have hit me before that. I mean, because I have been caught up in the frenzy before. I, I know how that happens. Mm-hmm. I, I Unexpectedly, I got caught up in that one evening. But I like to think that Bob Slider somewhere before I got to the steps would have said, this is wrong. What the hell is wrong with it? This is wrong. And I, and I hope I would have walked away. It, um, if we were here tomorrow, I'd probably spend more time reflecting on it, maybe getting some guests on here. And then you have people like this guy running for Congress in West Virginia, Derek Evans, who was clearly involved in it, video all over the place. When he was uh, charged, he, uh, he pled guilty, and he admitted. He said, oh, I'm so sorry, Your Honor. I realize now I did bad. I shouldn't have done this, and please have mercy upon me. And I, I, he got six months or something and then was out. And now, because uh, I, I get his emails every day, and now he's out uh, once again talking about destroying the government, talking about attacking the, and how the Capitol was— you know, it was a necessary evil and so on. You got to call him back in. I don't. I don't, I don't know if the, the the federal judge even has the authority to do that. I, but I would. I'd say bring him in here tomorrow too. morning. I would have done it uh, again. I don't know what the judge's authority is, but the judge was lenient because of him saying, "I'm sorry." Basically. Give me mercy, please. Give me mercy. Yes, I would have. I would have asked him about that. And it was very, very soon after that. It wasn't like six months later. He changed his tune soon after that he decided that uh, no wait a minute i can uh, you know i got notoriety here and it's immediately <laughs> look what i i scammed the i don't know if the judge could have done something probably it's too late now uh, but i i'm at the very least i would have called him back in and said what the hell is wrong with you i think you could have broadcast that on cnn all the biggies fox and just wanted to see what his reaction was you know do you remember saying this you know, what is it? Tell everybody. Come on. Yeah, explain this. Yes. Well, I lied. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Seize that man. Seize Take that. him away. I wish, I, 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 you know, I, I wish they could. Again, there's a lot to be argued and discussed about January 6th, but there can be no argument that uh, a horrible thing happened there and that many, many, many people, again, I'm not saying everybody who was there, but many, many people went with the intent of and carried through the intent of disrupting the work of government and destroying the Capitol physically. And um, I don't know there's been that much destruction of, physical, of, of, of government property since Civil War, Bob. No. I mean, really, uh, that you'd have to go way back there. I mean, it's just amazing. So It's been three years ago, Howard, and I think we have moved forward. And I just it takes just one bad duck, you know, to 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 flip flop to say, hey, I'm sorry, show me mercy. I was just I just wanted to get out of jail early. That's all. Yep. And uh, and he is a West Virginian running for Congress now. Remember that, folks. Derek Evans. All right. It is uh, my clock is covered. Eight twenty one, twenty one after hour. We got to talk to uh, Jeremy West coming up next here on the Watchdog Morning Show. On the last talk line on Metro News, Marshall University President Brad Smith, he's been one of the point people on this whole LG Electronics announcement, big investment in West Virginia, and I ask him, how confident is he this is all going to work out? Poppy, I am very optimistic, uh, and I'll tell you why. You, you were kind enough to say you put your faith in others and in me, but honestly, I'm back here because like, I put our faith in us. All right, keep track of what's happening in West Virginia talk line, weekdays at 10.06 on this Metro News station. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be one of the first people in my family to go to college. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I could still hold while I served part-time. That job, along with the benefits I got through the West Virginia Army National Guard, helped me buy my first home. I also know that I'll be one of the first to respond if the Ohio Valley ever needs me during a natural disaster. I'm Sergeant Andrea Gump, and if you'd like to join my team, visit www.nationalguard.com WV for more information, or check out our Instagram or Facebook at WeGuardWestVirginia. What our children believe is just as important as what they know. 
In the Catholic schools of Ohio and Marshall counties, we believe faith, knowledge, discipline, and morals are more than just words. They are something unique that we practice in our classrooms every day. We challenge our students, not only academically, but in a way that enables them to grow into productive, faith-filled adults, an experience you can only find in a Catholic school. To find out more, call a Catholic school near you. With the weather changing, now's a great time to head on into your local Toyota dealer, where legendary performance and reliability go hand in hand. Check out a sporty Camry with available all-wheel drive and Toyota Safety Sense, or the spacious RAV4, turning heads with amazing fuel efficiency. And now, explore Toyota like never before, with hybrids, plug-in hybrids, and full electric options. Visit buyatoyota.com today. Offers end October 31st. Toyota, let's go places. Live and local, every weekday, with 10,000 watts of total power on WKKX and WVLY. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Down on the corner, out in the street, playing the pop of the band, bringing it up happy feet. Eight twenty four, twenty four after the hour. Watchdog Morning Show. It is a cold, cold morning here in the Upper Ohio Valley. Coldest we've had so far this year. Well, this year is only five days old. This whole season, nineteen degrees Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. Eighteen degrees at the Highlands. Sixteen in my backyard in Elm Grove, and nineteen degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling, heart of the Ohio Valley. It is going to be sunny and high around thirty eight before the day is over and done with, and we will have some kind of snow for the weekend. We're still trying to figure it out. I think the best thing to do, I hate to say this, is just when you get up in the morning, look out the window and see what's there. Jeremy Smith is program director for First Choice Services and head of the West Virginia Navigator program. Uh, next week, I think it's Tuesday, and Jeremy can help me correct that if I'm wrong, uh, there is something they're doing called Cover Day, which is a day designed to raise awareness about how to get health coverage uh, and how to get the best situation that in, in your particular circumstances. If you're uninsured, what can you do? How can you get enrolled and so on? Jeremy, good morning. Welcome to the show. Sorry to keep you waiting. We kind of got off on a little rant about January 6th, and I apologize for that. But good morning. Welcome to the show. No worries. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, dumb question. What is West Virginia Navigator? I know, but what does that mean, West Virginia Navigator? Yeah, so uh, we was able – so our nonprofit is called First Choice Services – and we was able to get a grant from the federal government, from the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, just to uh, provide this West Virginia Navigator program to help people find and sign up for health coverage. So we help people with Medicaid signups, the CHIP program for kids, and then the plans on what's called the Health Insurance Marketplace through healthcare.gov. So it's just a free service to the community to help them get health coverage. And and you help sort of figure out what plans might work for them if you're talking about off the healthcare marketplace or uh, what particular services they are eligible for, how the best pricing is and so on. So you, you correct me if I'm wrong, but you kind of walk people through how to get to the best situation for them in their insurance coverages. Yeah, absolutely. There's, you know, a couple big things we do, you know, about nine in 10 people on the marketplace can get a monthly subsidy from the federal government that helps pay for their insurance plan. So we help them get that subsidy and make sure the application's done correctly, uh, make sure you understand how it ties to your tax return. And then we also go through all the plans and make sure your doctors are in network, make sure your medicines are going to be covered, make sure you understand the deductibles and co-pays and co-insurance and all that fun stuff. So, yeah, we really just look at your situation and help you figure out, you know, the best way to go and how it all works. It is, listen, for the best of us in any circumstances, trying to figure out the variety of insurances or I have Medicare and Medicaid, you know, it's uh, it's still hard to figure out exactly what you're doing and what you have. Uh, it, it's really good to have someone who kind of understands it better than the average person to help us walk it through. Yeah, that's that's definitely what we've seen over the years. I mean, I've been a navigator since the fall of 2013 when the Affordable Care Act rolled out and 
I've kind of been able to travel the state and talk to hundreds of people at this point, and uh, it really does make a difference when they have somebody they can come to and talk this through with and then get that help. And then, you know, we're not here to pressure you to sign up or get commission or point you one way or the other. We're just here to present you with all your options and, you know, help with that, that sign-up. I guess I should focus on that point. You are not an insurance agent. You are mm-hmm. simply an assistant to people who are trying to get medical insurance of one kind or another. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what is this cover day next week? So we wanted to do a brand-new event. We're, we're hoping it's going to be an annual event from here on out. Uh, called Cover West Virginia Day. And so this thing has really blown up and already exceeded our expectations. Uh, We're going to have over 42 locations around the state where people can just show up and be able to walk in uh, anytime between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. this coming Tuesday and be able to talk to an assister and get assistance figuring out what they qualify for, uh, figure out how to get in that enrollment assistance before the deadline, so there's going to be locations just all over the state where people can walk in and, and get that free help. So we've been able to partner with community health centers all over the state, other nonprofits, uh, the, the state office of the insurance commissioner's office. So we've really got a lot of players in this, and we've put a lot of work into it, and we want to create some buzz and make sure that everybody's talking about that we still have over 100,000 people in West Virginia that don't have health insurance. So we really can, we're hoping that we're going to reach that population and that they can learn that there actually is insurance options available to them. They just may not have known about it or know how to access it. Jeremy, I hear all the time from people when we talk about something like this that, well, you all say it's a, that you can get affordable insurance, but it, it really it isn't. In the end, it's not really affordable. I mean, can you help make this, uh, can people get affordable insurance if they play this right? So it always depends on your situation and your family. That's why it's so hard to pin an exact price to everybody because it depends on your family size, where you live, and your estimated income for the year. But I can tell you there's been major updates to the plans on the marketplace the last couple years. And right now what we're seeing is about four in five people can find a plan at starting out at under $10 a month which is just huge hello, compared to where hello, it was just hello, a few years whoa, ago. Hello, hello, wait, under $10 <laughs> a month? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really changed a lot the last few years. So even if people's looked into it in the past and they had to walk away and said, I can't afford it, uh, I'm really hoping people come back and look again this year because, you know, it's it's just night and day compared to what it was. So this is going to be a great option if you can't get insurance through your job, Medicare, Medicaid, the VA, the marketplace is a really great option. You just have to do it before open enrollment ends and, on and, January 16th. And what that's, that was my question. What is the end of open enrollment? Yeah, so the last day to enroll for the marketplace is going to be January 16th. And if you miss that deadline, you may not be able to get coverage again until 2025. So, so this is a really important time of year. People need to, A, get the information, so cover day might be a good time to do that. But also they need to get the information and act on the information before January 16th. Yeah, absolutely. So that's why we're hoping to you know, create a little buzz about this and get awareness up and Make sure people are paying attention. That way they do get enrolled before that important deadline. Are there any of these um, uh, locations up here in the northern Panhandle? We're going to have a couple locations in your area. We're going to have one at the Wheeling, Ohio County Health Department. Okay. And then the other one in Weirton, uh, we're going to have somebody at Change, Inc., okay. which, which is a health center there. So, yeah, we are going to have a presence in the area. Then also we're going to have, you know, Morgantown and Right. Some places down that way. I don't know if people want to travel that far. But, yeah, between the Health Department and Change, Inc., uh, we're hoping to have a really good presence in the area. Now, the cover day is Tuesday, and it's a good time for people to come in and to see this stuff and to talk to people in person. Are there ways people can call? Um, I mean, other than on cover day, are there other ways people can get in touch with, with a navigator of some kind? Yeah, absolutely. If you can't make it out to cover West Virginia Day and see somebody in person, you can call our office uh, on the phone. It's uh, 304-356-5834, so 356-5834. And, you know, we're in every day, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. 
and, and we're glad to try to help you over the phone if that's the, the route you want to go as well. All right, very good. Jeremy, I appreciate your time this morning. Again, sorry I got you on late, but I think we got the information out. I do appreciate it. It's, a, it's an important information for people to know. And uh, Tuesday is cover day or give you a call uh, if they can't uh, make that. But I appreciate it. Thanks very much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's uh, 8.32, 28 uh, before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Bill Bryson, you, uh, I wouldn't have taken that coat off if I were you. Yeah, that seemed a little cool. It's a little cool. I, I think I might have because I'm putting my sweater on here in a minute. It's, <laughs> it's a little cold in here. Bill Bryson coming up next, Travel Day, here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Good Friday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this January the 5th. Multiple state and federal departments, including the Auditor of Ohio's Special Investigations Unit, conducted a search warrant at Eastern Gateway Community College yesterday in Steubenville. Our sister station in Youngstown reports the search pertains to ongoing investigations concerning the campus, but is separate from the August indictments against former administrators at the college. Yesterday in Washington, the International Trade Commission discussed a case brought by Cleveland Cliffs regarding manufacturing in Weirton. Local union leader Mark Liptis testified about the impact of tin mill imports from countries like China, Germany, and Canada on American manufacturing. He highlighted the practice of price dumping where goods are sold below market value, which he says has led to the layoff of 300 workers in Weirton since mid-2022. Senator Joe Manchin noted that these imports equate to several months of production at the Cleveland Cliffs plant. West Virginia Senator Shelley Moore Capito, Ohio Senator Sherrod Brown, and Congressman Johnson also spoke on Cleveland Cliff's behalf. They call the anti-dumping case not just a matter of protecting American industry, but a national security issue as well, with the tin produced by Cleveland Cliffs being used in canned food products. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine announced a special election date for the 6th Congressional District to fill the district's upcoming vacancy held by Congressman Bill Johnson. The election schedule will include a partisan primary occurring on March 19th and the general election occurring on June 11th of this year. Representative Johnson communicated with the governor his resignation effective at the end of the day on January 21st. The formal communication of the resignation allows the governor to call the special election and issue a writ of election. And last Friday, a vehicle search was conducted by detectives from the Belmont County Sheriff's Office. They discovered narcotics, including fentanyl, crack cocaine, other paraphernalia, and a handgun. But a more detailed search uncovered a bag of antique coins totaling over a half million dollars. All the details can be found at WTRF.com. That was a look at your headlines. Have a fantastic Friday and a wonderful weekend. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. A new season in the Big 12, a new era for the Mountaineers as they get ready for the Houston Cougars. Hi, everybody. I'm Tony Caridi. That story coming up on today's Mountaineer Report brought to us by Kroger, the official grocer of WVU Athletics. With the Kroger app, shopping online with pickup and delivery is the same as shopping in-store. Same low prices, same personalized deals, same rewards on the same high-quality items like Honeycrisp apples and pasta sauce. With no hidden fees or markups. It's one small click for groceries, one big win for busy families everywhere. Start your cart today at Kroger.com. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Kroger always gives you savings and rewards on top of our lower than low prices. And when you download the Kroger app, you can enjoy over $500 in savings every week with digital coupons. Plus, you can earn fuel points to save up to $1 per gallon at the pump. And with a Boost membership, you'll save even more with double fuel points and free delivery. So you can always save big every day with our savings and rewards. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's off to Houston this afternoon for the Mountaineer basketball team. West Virginia opens up. Big 12 conference play tomorrow afternoon against the undefeated Houston Cougars. First ever meeting between these two schools. Houston comes in undefeated on the season. They are a perfect 13-0. and And when it comes to defense, they are as stingy as, well, let's say Scrooge. They're giving up a measly 49 points per game. You heard that correctly. 49 points per game. They have not given up more than 66 points in a game this season. Balanced scoring. They've got three averaging double figures and a familiar face is their leading scorer. You say, wait a second, familiar face. This is the first time West Virginia's ever played Houston. Well, 
Thanks to the transfer portal, L.J. Cryer is the leading scorer for the Cougars. He's averaging 17 points per game. If that name sounds familiar, it's because he played previously at Baylor. In fact, he had a day. He had a couple of days against West Virginia last season. It was mid-February in Waco. Cryer goes off against WVU. He hits for 26 points, including eight three-pointers. He'll once again be on display tomorrow afternoon. What's the key for West Virginia? Well, they better get ready for an extremely physical brand of basketball. Think of WVU's physicality during its days when they were known as Press Virginia. That's what West Virginia is going to get tomorrow afternoon. We invite you to join us here on MSN. Pre-game one, tip-off at two. That is today's Mountaineer Report brought to us by Kroger, the official grocer of WVU Athletics. I'm Tony Caridi on the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield. Start the new year off right and wrap up your bathroom project with help from Menards. Check out our great selection of lions, tubs, and showers that will match your style and budget while refreshing your bathroom. Get a Lions Elite Tub and Shower Surround for just $499.99. Big buys, big savings. Check out this and other great deals going on now at Menards. Prices good through January 14th. Save big money at Menards. It's the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. On air, online, on demand, and on video. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. I'm a traveling man Made a lot of stops All over the world And in every port I own the heart of at least one lovely girl Bill Bryson, that's actually a good question. How long have we played this song as the opening for this show? How long have we done this show? I think we've done it for like 20 years. <clears throat> I was guessing back in the early 2000s. Yeah, at least. Three, maybe? Yeah, Something at least. Like that. Yeah. How many so? 52 weeks times yeah, 20 nine, years. Nine, How many 20 times years. have we played that song? I remember Ricky Nelson was on a CD long before it was on the internet, so it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, that's right, but uh, he's kind of been the, the thing. And every once in a while I think, should we change it? And then you go, nah, it kind of works. <laughs> yeah, you got, you know, we went through that with uh, Uniglobe, you know. Um, people know us as Uniglobe. Do you want to change your name? Mm, why? Probably you not. You so invested in that name. Um, so, yeah, probably not. 19 degrees with the Ohio County Airport, 18 at the uh, Highland, 16 in Elm Grove, and 19 here at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios. It is cold. Cold outside, Bill? Uh, yeah, yeah, kind of cold, kind of cool. So, um, Got a lot of stuff we want to get into today. We're going to talk in a minute or two here with folks from Avalon Waterways and uh, Globus because uh, you got a Rhine River cruise coming up. That was one of my favorite cruises, too. I've only done one river cruise, but, boy, that was a ton of – just a quite enjoyable. Very different from – Things we've done before, but a great way to get a wide range of countries in. Um, I love the river cruise idea because you can watch along the way. You know, it was just it was just a, I really enjoyed that cruise. Yeah, you can go uh, within a country as opposed to just along the beaches like on, a, on an ocean cruise. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. It it, it 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 opens up a lot of opportunities, and it's a little bit different way of cruising than the ocean cruises that we're used to. Tina Tiano is with us from Globus and Avalon River Cruises. Good morning, Tina. Good morning. Hey, good guys. morning. How are you? Good. Thanks. Hey, for, Bill. Yeah, Howard. Thank, good. Hi. Thanks for joining us today, Tina. Oh, I, nothing I like better than talking about <laughs> river cruising. So. Hey, um, we uh, we use. Tina is with Globus. Globus is like the family of brands, and I think they actually use that term. Before we get too far into river cruising, Tina, why don't you maybe talk a little bit about the Globus family and what all you guys do, which is really pretty much everything. Yeah, we're kind of a one-stop shop, I think, when it comes to travel. I can start off by saying that we're celebrating our 96th anniversary uh, in business, which is a big deal these days, I think. You know, yes. um, we've survived world wars, stock market crashes, COVID epidemics, and we're still going strong. Um, under the Globus family and brands umbrella, we have four different brands. Uh, we do escorted touring with our Globus and Cosmos brand. We do independent uh, travel with our Independence by Globus, and then we 
um, have the jewel in our crown, I like to say, which is Avalon Waterways, which is our river cruise product. Uh, so we have a full gamut of, of modes of travel for people to experience a place in the way they, they like to best. You know, people will, let's say they're traveling to Europe. Now, you guys do uh, um, escorted tours in the U.S. as well. So if there's a t- trip that we're doing and uh, maybe it doesn't fit your dates, uh, there's a good chance that Globus is offering something similar, Grand Canyon, for instance, or I don't know, the, some of the southern states. Uh, but um, people going to Europe will often ask us, well, do I really need uh, a, a company like Globus with a with an escort? And we'll say, if you haven't been there before, yes, you yeah. do. You can you can get so much more out of a trip for a week or ten days with a company like Globus, and uh, their guides are just absolutely excellent. And then um, as you spill that over into the Avalon Waterways, uh, same thing. Um, uh, there's there's so much I don't know I guess talent there in terms of your guides and all that. Our first European river cruise, in fact, Howard was on that cruise, uh, was um, was with Avalon, and it was the Rhine River cruise. And we were talking before we went on the air how how really cool river cruising is. Um, you get to go inside countries where you couldn't on an ocean cruise and just opens up a whole avenue of, of stuff that you wouldn't see otherwise. Um, I'm sure you've been on a lot of river cruises, um, Tina. It's actually now my one of my favorite ways of traveling because you unpack one time, and like you said, Bill, you get, I, I like to say you see the nooks and crannies of a place mm-hmm. because... You get on and off the ship at your leisure, um, the sailing. You might only sail for a couple hours and stop somewhere else. Uh, a lot of times we're docked overnight, which gives you the opportunity to walk into a town after every tourist might be gone. And it, it's a way to truly have cultural immersion with the culture. Sit at a sidewalk cafe, you know, even maybe sip some wine. Um, it's, it's a bit more like traveling like a local. But the hassle of everything is is gone. No unpacking, no no trying to figure out where am I, where am I going to go, what am I going to do. Um, it's just ease of travel. And the other thing I love about it is it's a pretty luxurious way to travel. Our, our Avalon ships are really high-end, but they're casual. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing I like. I don't always want to be dressed up every time I go somewhere. I, I want to be comfortable. I want to walk on cobblestones with flat shoes and <laughs> not worry about, uh, you know, uh, the latest fashion. And it, it's just nice to be able to be casual, but yet be really pampered as well. And as you said, uh, Bill, just to be able to go into these little towns and sometimes big towns like Vienna or Budapest or Amsterdam and to be able to just wander and to see the sites. We have a lot of um, excursions that are included already in the cost of the, of the sailing. And then we have some optional as well. And it's a way to really get to know a culture. Um, and that's, I think, what I like best about it. It's definitely about the destination when you river cruise. You know, I know that a lot of people, uh, I understand that a lot of people actually like to explore and tour on their own. I, I get that. That's the way some people go. Uh, I'm thinking about uh, the places we went on the Rhine River cruise when we went. I would have been lost if somebody didn't point me in the right direction. Now, what I liked about the cruise, the Avalon cruise we took, was they would point you in the right direction and get, you know, but then you were kind of, you could go on your own to figure out where once they pointed you in the right direction was. Um, I, I mean, I, to me, I'd be lost if I had to just do the stuff on my own. I think every, every day there was at least one tour, maybe a half day tour that was included. And then you may go back to the, uh, to the ship for uh, a lunch. Then you're on your own. Like you said, Howard, you could walk back into the town for shopping. You could do maybe another tour that was offered. Uh, You can pretty much pick your itinerary. All that's included in the price. Find a winery. You know, one of the things I I thought was really cool, my my brother was on the I'm just saying, Tina, find a winery. (laughs) Yeah, there are. are. We were in one of the cities in Germany, and uh, I don't know, we had done an hour-long tour or whatever, and he said, hey, you want to stop and get a beer here? I wouldn't do that on my own, right? You know, exactly. and it, yeah. So we did, and just had a I don't know whatever they call it or over there, over there, but uh, um, really enjoyable. And we just kind of sat there and watched the people go by. We were I don't know maybe a 
five-minute walk from the boat. Uh, just really, really enjoyed it. The slower yeah, pace. Yeah, I so agree. Yeah, yeah that's, it's a slower pace, too. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things that really blew my mind, we were getting ready to leave as our group, and uh, the, uh, uh, the uh, activities director said, here, I'll walk you out to your, bu- uh, your uh, bus. Uh, it never happened to us on an <laughs> ocean cruise. <clears throat> and we, you get to, you get to know these people. They get to know you, and you, you know, you walk back into the to the boat, and you pick up your right your stuff that you left there, and all. And they're saying, you know, hi, Mr. Bryson, uh, how, how are you doing? How was the tour? That doesn't happen on a on a big big ship. What what, what would you say, Tina? Is it maybe 150, 160 people uh, max? Yeah, I was just going to say that uh, the max we hold is one sixty four. But oftentimes it's right around 150, and you get that personal touch, exactly what you're saying, Bill, because of that. People get to know you. You get to know other people that you're traveling with. I've made some lifelong friends from all over the world now, um, river cruising, that I've kept in touch with and I travel with still, um, because it's a more intimate setting. It's not like you're getting off a ship with, you know, 5,000 of your best friends. You're kind of just getting off at your leisure, and... It just makes it a much more comfortable, friendly, and intimate experience, I think, with river cruising. Yeah, they even had a thing they called uh, Slow Walkers Group. So if we were going to do a little walk off the... Uh, Raising my hand, uh, uh, yeah. I was in the Slow Walkers Group. <laughs> we were too. Sally uh, didn't move well. I was in the well. Slow Walkers Group. And uh, that, was a, that was a big plus. So we really, really enjoyed that. What I like is the, the variety of, of locations on this particular cruise, because I can speak to that because I was there. We started in Switzerland, and actually Lucerne was one of my favorite places in the entire world. I loved the opening day in Lucerne. I could have said, that's it. I, <laughs> I've been here for two or three days. I'm happy. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, France and Germany and Amsterdam we went to. I don't know. That's I assume that's still on the, on yeah. the list here. Mm-hmm. Just a nice, you know, a, a mixture of, of different uh, cultures, different locations. Uh, really nice. The... The cruise, we had such a, a wonderful experience with Avalon. Uh, we've been on the Rhine twice now, so uh, this we went back to Avalon. Uh, we have a group cruise uh, scheduled for September 22nd, and we will start with a flight into Switzerland. And again, we've got two pre-nights in Lucerne. And um, like you, Howard, when we were leaving Lucerne to get on the boat, hey, if we were going home now, I would I, consider it was, it, a great, it was worth, worthwhile. Yeah, great exactly. trip. And then uh, Mount Pilatus is in, included in that, too. Uh, yes. <laughs> I was just in Lucerne, actually, about two weeks ago. And if you, it, it's beautiful in the winter as well, but Mount Pilatus is a highlight, I think, for anyone. It's literally like going up and being at the very tip top of the Alps. And I felt like I was in a cloud it was well. That's because kind of you were. Yeah, I was. <laughs> oh, that, that, that first time we went, Tina, um, we were in a cloud. I mean, you you couldn't see that they have like that, that little building, I guess, up there at the top. Yes, we couldn't see the ground looking out the window. <laughs> it was kind of all fogged in. As we came down in the uh, little car, um, uh, it was um, it started to clear, and you could get a pretty good idea of what was down below and you're you're coming down through the alps and all that there were cows down there yeah, you can see cows yeah. yeah there's yeah. and lots of pine trees <laughs> yeah <laughs> lots and we lots were, of pine trees. i don't know what the height on that was but we were we were way up there yeah it was yeah, it was a great trip beautiful. i have a i have a but poster we, of mount pilatus uh, hanging on my wall in my office at home uh, and i get comments on it occasionally because it it's high, high it's prominently featured in my zoom when i do zooms it's right there behind me and people say, uh-huh. what, what is that back there? I said, oh, it's Mount Pilatus. <laughs> I was there. So, yeah. Like, but, I was up there. But Lucerne's a great city. It's, it's um, user-friendly, I like to say. It's really easy to get around. Chapel Bridge, the old historic wooden bridge that goes across the lake there is beautiful. Um, I love my favorite monument in all the world is there is a dying lion of Lucerne oh, yes. carved into the side of the mountain. That. The first time I saw it, it literally almost brought me to tears. It's so moving. It's a, just a beautiful sculpture built right within the mountain. Uh, and we can't forget the chocolates. Oh, yeah, we <laughs> <The> didn't. Chocolate <laughs> is so good. So, yeah. I, I've, I've been traveling with Bill enough to know he never forgets the chocolates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
This uh, this trip we're going to do on uh, uh, September 22nd, again, it starts with two nights, pre-nights in uh, Lucerne. So we're flying into Switzerland, and then uh, we uh, we transfer uh, to the to the boat. And then that's a seven-night cruise, and most of the stops are in Germany. Um, we start uh, uh, going up through Strasbourg and Mainz and uh, um, Koblenz, Cologne. Some of those were just really, really cool. And you're getting the history as you go. I, I want to say, uh, was it Rudesheim that was uh, spared? Yes. It was spared by the uh, the Allies in World War II. Cologne, on the other hand, was not. It was not. So Cologne is a more modern city, and Rudesheim is, I think, a more um, more traditional, older German city. Um, and um, it, it it just was quite quite an experience. If if anybody's interested in going, uh, we had a one thousand dollar off per person. Uh, good through it was good going to be good through the end of the year. We were able to get it extended. Through, I think it's like February 20th now. Big deal. That's a huge deal. That's Yeah, it's almost the cost it of the airfare. So yeah. it, it's I mean, $1,000 per person, not per cabin. So it's $1,000 off per person, uh, and that, uh, that'll that cover a lot of the a lot of the airfare going over there um but it's it's a very it is a very relaxing cruise and um I, I, it's uh, we, we're going to have a cruise night if so if you'd like to learn a little bit more about it on january 25th uh we're going to have a cruise night six o'clock down at 1306 that's a new venue next to the victoria theater i guess is the best way to describe it it's an address but it's actually the name of the building right they're it's on the building 1306. 1306 it's kind of a, a place where you can kind of have groups and stuff like that so uh kind of join us we're going to talk about all of our cruises we have like eight i think cruises for 2024 and uh this is probably the the one of the main features our our uh, ryan river cruise so that's going to be again on january 25th the ryan river cruise is on september 22nd and we return there on october uh, the first uh, and there's so much we um i remember seeing we went someplace um where they still had, I think, an original Bible. I'm trying to remember what city that was. You know, um, I believe, yeah, I think it's in Mainz that uh, they have that. Um, and it's that's a cute little area, the old town. Uh, it's a circular square, and it's literally, when you walk into it, it's medieval, and it, it's like going back in time. It's amazing to see that. I think that whole trip takes you back. You just figure I'm yeah. I'm somewhere else here for about nine days. And uh, I, again, I, I can't say enough about how. And it's just not me. This is what our our travelers tell us. Uh, again, our third trip on the Rhine. Um, we we are doing our third trip because I think we had uh, I think we had 40 on the first one and 66 on the second. One. We've had over 100 people on the two cruises. So yeah. they say, hey, let's go it, again. I I don't I don't, it, I don't think it's because I went. But um, <laughs> right after I, I went and started telling people about it, I started hearing a bunch of other folks tell me they had done, they were doing river cruises, uh, European river cruises. So it, uh, it's uh, catching on, I think. I shouldn't say catching on, but people are paying more attention. And Avalon is one of the best um, suppliers, vendors, operators on um, the European waters uh, as well. Do uh, you want to speak to that for a second? What makes you guys uh, as high up as you are? Martina is well, because of Tina. Well, oh, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, yeah, it is. Right? You know, and, and they're going to go because of Howard, and, and they're going to go because of me, right? Right. Um, no, Avalon actually was voted by Condé Nast Magazine as the number one river cruise company in Europe. I think there's two things that I think set us apart from our competition, and number one is the cabins. The cabins, the panorama, we have panorama suites, so mm -hmm. basically they have floor-to-ceiling sliders that open up, and your entire room becomes a balcony, yeah. and we tilt the bed so they face out. So whenever you're in bed or anywhere in the cabin, you can see the banks of the river just sailing right past you and you'll see and i'm sure both of you can attest to this you'll see monasteries and villages and all kinds of just really unique features because the rivers are fairly narrow they're very narrow and so you're very close to shore so our cabins i think are special the other thing we want to we're number one in short excursions because we have as we touched on this before we have a variety you know, we have the classic stuff, so if you've not seen some of the things like Cologne Cathedral, you can't miss that. It's a, a site you don't want to miss. We have things like that, but then we also have uh, active excursions. So if you're not in the uh, slow walking group and you, <laughs> you want to speed it up a bit, 
and you want to hop on a bike or you want to go kayaking or you want to do um, things that require a bit more physical activity, we have that. But my favorite are the discovery excursions. And that's where we give you complete immersion in the culture. So it might be a cooking class or you might uh, learn to paint in the style of an artist. Like in Amsterdam, for instance, we have an excursion where you, we'll take you to an artist studio and you spend the afternoon learning to paint like Vincent van Gogh. So those kind of excursions really spark the interest of people. And I know that's part of the reason I like to travel as well. So yeah. those are, I think, the two main things that set us apart. Yeah, we, we didn't talk a lot about Amsterdam, but that's a really neat stop uh, as, as well. That's the one I can't refer to. I got sick in that. I didn't <laughs> oh, my, my wife and the traveling companions all went and told me what a great time it was, and I was back in the – thank heavens the the, 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 the rooms were nice. You know, <laughs> yeah. Because I had to spend a good time there. <laughs> Tina, this is great. You've uh, helped us paint a picture here that I, I you know, I can't wait to get back. That uh, is one of my favorite uh, trips that we were able to take, so – uh, Marilyn Thalman's going to be our escort on this one. I don't even get to go, but um, boy, I tell you what a what a really neat trip. September twenty second, the Rhine River cruise, and we're going to have a cruise night. If you're not sure, I'd like to get some more information, give us a call or January the twenty fifth down at thirteen oh six. We're going to have a little cruise night. Tina, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh my this God, has been fabulous. Both of you. Good talking yeah. to you. Appreciate it. it. Thanks a lot. All right. All right. Have bye a good bye one. now. All right. I, I tell you what, that really was a great trip. Yeah. It was yeah, a great absolutely. Trip. Absolutely. Um, just a couple other uh, highlights. Um, I was working w- with a Notre Dame Navy game. We're going to do that on October 26th this year. Uh, we don't have tickets yet, but uh, that'll be over at um, uh, New Jersey, basically in a, on a, a New York, New Jersey line. So um, October 26th, Navy-Notre Dame game. Uh, the Our baseball trip, I was a- able to add a couple things uh, yesterday. We're going to do the Museum of Puppetry. Excuse me? The Museum of Puppetry, you know, Kermit and really? Hans- Hansen and all that. <laughs> all right. Yeah, uh, so we're going to do that along with the College Football Hall of Fame. That's a um, unique combination, uh, but okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it looks like we're going to have time to do both of that, so that's going to be part of that June trip. Um, uh, Atlanta, Montgomery, um, New Orleans, and on to uh, Houston and Dallas for the new Texas Ranger Stadium. Folks who have an interest in any of this stuff can give you a call at the office, uh, 232-5171, and uh, you know, talk to anybody over there. Or if you can find a place to park on 12th Street, you can, <laughs> you can in, yeah. walk into the office and see them. Bill, appreciate you being here always. Um, thanks a lot. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. Got it. 9 o'clock, Watchdog Morning Show. Bob, you see any sign of McCabe out there? Haven't seen him yet. Yeah, we'll see what happens next hour. Oh, my sweet Fraulein down in Berlin town makes my heart. This morning's jobs report showed the labor market stayed hot to end the year. U.S. employers added a surprise.